something. Get off Zoom and turn off the radio. It's time for Owen and Paddy. There's a shop in New South Wales that's offering clothing by the kilo. Australian artists getting represented overseas. Love to hear that. It's, it's great. Mm. And so the, is it Le Havre? Na- Natural not History the, Museum. Not in, the Louvre. Not the Louvre. No, no. just like the home brand Louvre. Oh, okay. Everybody right to go? Owen and Paddy, we are here. It's Tuesday. We're back. They've invited us back. Paddy, so much fun yesterday. So much more to look forward to today. Oh, it's going to be a massive show uh, coming up, Owen, for the next two hours. So make sure you strap yourself in. Big hour coming up, though. Uh, we got a pod club interview with Taryn. She's a member at uh, staff here at, at Afters talking about pod club. Very excited to do that. Of course, we'll be co- covering the latest COVID numbers. That's just something we've got to do every single day at the moment. And the Wiggles have four new band members. We'll be doing a little bit of inside info on who they are. And, yeah, big hour coming up, Owen. That's right. So make sure you follow along on the socials at Afters Radio on Instagram and Afters FM on Facebook. Afters FM. It's the opposite of before FM. Owen, spring has nearly sprung. It's it's it really has. close. Tomorrow, and is it? I don't know. Yeah, it is tomorrow. It is yes. tomorrow. I always forget. You know, oh, I always forget um, which days have thirty and which days have thirty-one. It's my parents' wedding anniversary today. Actually, just oh, really happy happy anniversary. What, and that's what we're here to talk about. Happy <laughs> yeah. anniversary. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, of course, uh, we're looking forward to a better spring. Hopefully, in hopefully. New South Wales, um, they've recorded uh, eleven hundred and sixty-four new local cases uh, overnight. Yeah. But Gladys said Gladys, Gladys has um, has come out and said that she's really optimistic that there will be. Um, New South Wales will get crack the seven million doses of vaccine uh, mark this week. This week, um, this isn't week, that, isn't yes, that like, it's so good. It's so amazing how oh, quickly it, it's it, gone it's up. It's hats off to the people of New South Wales, really. Like, I mean, mm. there's there's obviously around, been a around lot the of, country as well, and, to be, and, to be and be around fair. the country. Oh, 100 percent. But um, yeah, like especially just with you know, there's obviously been a lot of bit of controversy around it as well. Um, mm. But hey, the numbers are going up really fast and it's really, really good to see. And so once we the hit that 80%... vaccine numbers are good, sorry. Yeah, sorry, sorry. The vaccination rate numbers, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not the other the numbers. Well, they have been yeah. going up, but they've kind of been <laughs> yeah, steady the last couple good. of days. Yeah, so 11 and 64 new local cases. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, Owen, we also had three uh, deaths recorded last night, um, yep. which is terrible news. And our thoughts go out to the families. Um, there was a woman in her 50s, a man in his 80s um, from central Sydney and a man in his 90s. Um it- so yeah, very, very, very terrible news, and unfortunately today also marks the day that Australia has brought up um, a thousand deaths. So yeah, it it really just puts into perspective how devastating this actually is. It really does, but I think it shows as well how much the vaccine's working. Like you compare yeah. the cases. So Melbourne last year had that you know that horrible period where there was yeah. so many deaths. Oh, I think there awful. was around around eight hundred deaths. I think either in that period or yeah. in Victoria in total, yeah. and the case numbers peaked at seven fifty. You know, we're peaking now, or we're not peaking yet. We're at like 1,300, 1,100. Yeah. And there's been so many less deaths. So it shows how a lot of those older people that were at risk or are at risk have mm. been vaccinated. So that's why the numbers aren't as high in terms of deaths. Any one death is terrible, don't get me wrong. But it's so positive. I think that's a positive at the moment that the deaths are staying low. Um, yeah, with with oh, those for high sure. case yeah, numbers. It, it's, good to, it's good to see not increase, but I mean, it's terrible news um, to, see, to see any deaths. So our thoughts go out. I go out to their families, um, yeah, and hopefully, like Gladys said, um, yeah, she's hoping for seven million doses of vaccines by the end of this week. Mm. And once we get that eighty percent, there's going to be lots. Uh, she's promised lots more freedoms, not just not just getting your hair, not just getting your haircut, and not just <laughs> getting, getting uh, not just getting your uh, going out for the five people in the park. Not just that, <laughs> not just well, that, um, but it, yeah, a few other. But freedoms. it's it's interesting as well. I was reading yesterday about COVID cases in New South Wales and how. 
there's some suburbs that have had zero cases. Mm. Um, just looking at a list now. It's Bonnet Bay in Sutherland Shire, yeah. Cherry Brook, um, Point Piper. Kirribilli's yeah. in there as well, which I'm pretty sure is where the um, Kirribilli House Prime Minister Scott Morrison yeah. lives. I assume Kirribilli House is in Kirribilli. Is that one of your investment properties on? Is that, no, <laughs> yeah, no, that's, no, that's not that's, one of them. That's the rental. Okay, um, right. But it does, it raises the point as well that um, it is in these affluent areas maybe where people can afford to stay. You know, people, if you have a stable job, you can work from home. You can lock yourself indoors. You know I mean, you yeah. can really isolate properly. Yeah. The real issue is when it's in working class areas where people are essential workers, people are, you know, people mm. are on the front line or they're doing different jobs where they need to go out. Oh. That's where the numbers are absolutely ballooning because they, they kind of, they can't. No. And that's what know, makes, that's what makes Gladys's job so difficult, isn't it? Because I mean, you can't keep everyone happy, but you've also got to look at what's best for the state in terms of, like you said, we don't want to see those death number numbers increasing or any no. deaths for that matter, because it's just truly devastating. So um, yeah, I think, I think she's, She's doing a, doing a very good job of trying to find a bit of a balance. You're listening to Owen and Patty here on Afters FM. Jersey Tope. Jersey. Jersey Tope. Jersey Tope. You couldn't have just called it the Baz Lerman Library. You're listening to Afters FM. Groundbreaking news over the over the weekend, which feels like it was yes. yesterday, but it's not because today <laughs> today is still Tuesday. It's the day before. <laughs> yeah. um, but the Wiggles have yes. announced new for uh, four, four new band members like that's they've I, doubled. I, I've, yeah they've doubled their size and I, I found that really fascinating because we've all got great wiggles moments i think that was everyone's first oh, concert do we now see it wasn't mine see not to go off on a tangent but i moved to australia when i was nine nearly mm. ten so i sort of missed that wiggles phase really i didn't have that yep. and that wasn't big in the uk when i was growing up there yeah well, there's okay. So there's there's for you there. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's four <laughs> new cast members, and you know, one one for each wiggle color. So there's not going to be uneven uneven amounts of blue, yeah. uh, blue, yellow, red, and purple. Yeah. Because like that would just that would just be weird. Um. So yeah, there's going to be so yeah. So three women have jumped on board. So uh, Tashay Hawkins. Um. Yep. She's 15, and she's the second. 15. Red, yeah. She's the second red wiggle, and That's so cool. Hawkins. She was born in Ethiopia and adopted by an Australian family, but she's also the Latin dance champion. Like, of course, of course, because why? <laughs> why not? Yet to actually become a wiggle, you have to be a dance champion of a certain nation. And yeah, she's just that's why we that. missed out. Yeah, exactly. Apart from that, would have been fine. Um, yeah, we've also got uh, Evie Ferris, who was a former uh, ballet dancer with the Australian Ballet. Um, she'll be the second yep. blue wiggle, um, and she wears a blue ballet shoes, which I'm, I'm actually keen to see. She's 24. Um, yes. So yeah, Indigenous Australian. Um, She's performed. She she has performed um, with the Wiggles before, singing uh, "Fruit Salad," uh, "Yummy Yummy," which is uh, one of my favorite hits. If it if it doesn't come in the top ten in the in in the charts this year, I'll be very surprised. <laughs> um, we got Kelly Hamilton. She's forty five, and she'll be the uh, second the second Yellow Wiggle. Forty five. It's a big. It's a yeah. big age range, I know. Isn't it? which I love. Like, I, well, that's great. But it's so interesting. Fifteen and forty five yeah. year olds joining. Oh, hundred percent. Like, what a variety of people. Latin, uh, Australian ballet, Latin dance champion, and you've got yeah. So, so and Kelly Hamilton. So yeah, forty five is the second yellow wiggle, and she'll join um, the first female band member, uh, Emma. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so she's a yeah, she's a Chinese Australian, and will. Yeah, apparently just going to ride a skateboard around Wiggletown. Like that's apparently that's that's her thing. That's she's oh, her thing. She's the cool She's like, one. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and the fourth one is former Justice Crew member, former Justice <laughs> Crew member John Pierce. 
So I, right. I forgot his, I forgot what his face looked like because I, I like I, I listened to the Justice Crew. They would have been big about ten years ago, and he was one of the one 10. of the twins, one of the twins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's he's, and now he's doing the Wiggles, and now he's doing the Wiggles, which is a I'd say is a massive step up. It's an honor to oh, be part of the it's an honor. part of the Wiggles. It is. <laughs> And but all I was thinking is the big red car is going to be pretty crowded here. I reckon yeah, it'll be like a Tarago like or something. They got to have like a yeah soccer mum van, <laughs> the big red bus. Um, but it's it is you say it's a step up. I was looking it up and I was reading about how much they get paid. Hmm. And they like I'm pretty sure the Wiggles. Remember when it was the original four? Because they all have shares in the Wiggles brand. I guess they get paid a lot. We're like the highest earning Australian entertainers. Like Wiggles Crypto. Yeah, so Emma Watkins, so she's the original yellow yeah. wiggle, the original yeah. female one. OG. So she, yeah, she, well, not original, original, but no, you get me. I get your point. So, yeah, <laughs> so um, she makes 750 grand a year. How good's that for being yeah. a wiggle? Is that yeah. living the dream? <laughs> yeah. Then you've got Anthony Field. So he's the last remaining wiggle that's yeah. still still actively he's a wiggle. Still there. He's been wiggle for 30 years. Yeah, so he they reckon he earns like quite a few million dollars because, like I said, he owns state, so obviously or merchandising. When and you stuff. think of Wiggles, he's my fir- he's the first face I think of. Yeah, see, I think of Jeff, and then just okay. quickly before we move on to our favorite Wiggles, the others they reckon so the new ones that have joined will be earning around one hundred fifty thousand dollars is reported. Yeah, it's not a bad wage. I'd love a job that was one hundred fifty grand, a bit more than we get paid here at Afters FM, it's, just slightly, just slightly, only only a little bit. Um, but no, it's, I mean, it's great to see, it's great to see the passion and great to see the Wiggles still kicking on after, after 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully they keep going from strength to strength and just quickly, Jeff is my favorite. Bring back Jeff. I reckon he's probably okay. sleeping somewhere. Not wake up, Jack. Bring, bring back Jeff. Bring back Jeff. Yeah. Okay. That's right. You are listening to Owen and Patty after we do have coming up right now after this continuing on our lockdown series, we're speaking to Taryn from afters and we're talking about working in COVID and what she's doing to help us students here get through it. And the award goes to Afters FM. Paddy, we do have joining us right now, Taryn Lefousey, she's a staff member at Afters. And we're going to talk about Pod Club. But before that, Taryn, how has it been for you as a staff member at Afters um, during this sort of lockdown and trying to do everything remotely? Um, well, first, welcome. Um, thanks for having me. Um, no I think that like everybody during lockdown at the moment in Sydney, you kind of have your good days and your bad days. Um, I definitely think though that I'm so grateful to work at somewhere like Afters. I think just having an organisation that's really flexible um, and has like enabled us to just keep going and, you know, helping you guys to keep going because um, I know that I work better when I've got things to do. I'm so grateful that I've been able to keep busy. And I think when you can keep busy and be creative, so the fact that we get to still be incredibly creative during this time, um, it's bizarre. Like I'll start a week and then it's Friday. Yeah, it's right. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's in crazy. Like how quickly does it go? It, it, it's, it's all just a big blur. Um, yeah. And it's bizarre. No, I was just going to say it's bizarre because I, I go, oh, it's Thursday football on tonight. <laughs> and that's how I just know that like I've hit the back end slide of the week. So yeah, it's quite, um, it's been ridiculous that we've been like this for two months. Because I know, crazy fast pace. It's just flown. Hopefully it doesn't go on for too much longer. But Taryn, we've got you on today to talk about Pod Club. Now, obviously there's a passion there for podcasts. Where did, where did that come from, I guess? What was the, what was the drive behind starting Pod Club? 
Well, actually, it was a little idea that Fiona Smith, our head of radio, um, initially had when we were at Afters. She is really great with coming up with like kind of new initiatives. And she had thought, oh, it'd be really cool if everybody could kind of come together and um, listen to podcasts and, you know, talk about them. And I am like obsessed with reading books as well. So that's mm. where I kind of branded um, kind of like a book club, but listening yeah. to podcasts. Uh, and we actually started it in like July 2019. So we're in our third year now. Wow. And um, yeah, Tony is like the best. He really helps drive the content. Um, he's always coming up with new podcasts to listen to and lots of different themes. Like we had the first musical podcast a couple of weeks ago, um, the first full length film for the ears. Um, and, you know, this week we're coming up with a really um, difficult topic uh, talking about domestic violence, but both we've had two alumni work on the sound design and mixing. Wow. Um, so we've got Perea coming in as a guest this week. Um, on Wednesday to talk about making that podcast. So it, it's been really fun. Um, we have a great afters community that join in and, and give us their insights and what they liked about it. And um, yeah, we just love doing it. Yeah, great. How long was the full length uh, film podcast? Because that I just seem that's perfect for a road trip. Not that we can go anywhere because it's about you go about five k's for the five k road trip. Yeah, how long was the full length podcast? Well, actually, I think it was like an, maybe an hour and a half or something like that, like okay. a film would yeah. be. And um, Julia actually, um, Avnil, who is one of our after staff, she listened to it on her walks. So um, that was kind of how she kind of got into the world. But, yeah, we had incredible um, reviews from that from the afters community. They really loved it. Um, and so, yeah, it's definitely we, we like to bring variety. Yeah, well, it it definitely makes sense as well to have like the movie length ones. Like I know my dad, he always listens to audio books and he works at a library. So he gets them for like, he can rent them for free and he'll have his big case with like 20 different CDs that he's like loading into his car radio and he'll be giving me a lift somewhere. And it'll be just some random part of the story. I'm like, can we put the radio on? Yeah. And then like, nah, nah, we've got <laughs> so to see You obviously what know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think what I, um, what is getting better with audiobooks is that initially there would just be a really random person reading it and yes you know for me um especially like I love Brene Brown and having someone else read her books is not like doesn't make it just doesn't make sense so to no. hear the author read their books um when they are really great at delivery is really important I think so I find audiobooks hard if it's just like a really random person yeah. reading them it's nearly oh. always like Stephen Fry isn't it yeah I love Stephen, Stephen Fry, Fry on the Harry Potter ones is there anything <laughs> yeah. better but that's probably the one exception to the rule so yeah so you mentioned there's a few different ones there is there any that stand out to you that you've covered in the in the three years um I definitely think the first musical podcast that we did recently was a real standout to me just because um, the production value, like that's what to me is so incredible about where podcast um, podcasting is and is going is that, um, you know, we're really talking about the fact that it was a podcast about kind of a couple um, that were having relationship issues and it was, we kind of realized, well, that isn't necessarily something you would literally go to a theater to watch but the way that they had scripted it and the music and the way that the music had carried the story um was so great and you know it it worked and I think that's what I've really enjoyed is just um Tony's picked some incredible podcasts where the production and um the people that make it uh, are really top of their game so I think that's been what I've really enjoyed most about um sharing these podcasts with our community mm. yeah that's well, amazing I think obviously in like in the last 18 months, podcasts have just absolutely taking off um, due, due to the lockdown. I guess what 
what do you see the future the future for podcasting like in terms of what you think you you're going to cover in pod club um, I think we just keep looking for things that are exciting, you know, mm. and, and different. Um, we like, you know, we'll have something to do with comedy or something to do with grief or something to do with relationships. And then we'll go into musicals or feature length films. So I think as long as there is incredible things coming out, um, I'm sure Tony will find them and bring them to our attention. So <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure you will. And Taryn, finally, if people want to get involved with the pod club, how, how can they, how can they find you? Yeah, so we send out um, an email. I've actually just sent out an email to all staff and students at Afters today um, about joining us this Wednesday with our special guest, Perea. Um, but we do have a pod club um, kind of email group so that I don't spam the whole school every fortnight. <laughs> That's um, the secret so... group. That's an illustrious group, just quietly. <laughs> yeah, You're in that, you've made it. I'm totally. in that one, aren't I? I think I'm yeah. in that one. I think yeah. you are, yeah. And the best Top thing secret. about the group is... We talk is... about you in there, Patty. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, okay, that's right. Yeah, That's actually what's coming up in pod club, yeah. <laughs> The best thing about joining the group is uh, you don't, or you know, if you can't make the the live kind of pod club every fortnight, you're still getting the content. You're still getting what we're listening to. You have the opportunity to go back and listen at your own time. And, you know, we do say, you know, if you have gotten through your week and you haven't managed to listen, just come along anyway. You know, there's great conversation. Um, and sometimes it's cool to listen the other way to kind of hear all the conversations first and go back and listen to it. So we highly encourage to come whether you've listened or not. Yep. Taryn, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. And we've learned so much and we will, we'll get Paddy on that email list as well. So he's not missing out. Possibly. We'll see. Keeping you up to date with all the newest film, television and radio news. It's Afters FM. Paddy, it's time for some entertainment news. I know what you're you're thinking. Owen, you've been entertaining me all day already. Well, I know. I'm going to bring you entertaining entertainment news that's coming together. That sounded better in my head. Hey, so the radio ratings came out today. Mm. So that is obviously very important. Where are we? How far are we? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I've sent an email off to GFK because Owen and Patty hasn't come up on the ratings. I think um, there's been a admin error. Yeah, okay. There's been a glitch in the system. That's okay. It can happen. They don't it can have happen us on every- there. But yeah, we'll let them off. We'll let them off. But so the big news out of today is, of course, in the last ratings, if you're a little bit behind, Kiss, Carl and Jackio finally overtook 2GB as um, mm. Sydney's most popular radio show. Normally, they've been the top in the FMs, and 2GB has been right, in the AM. but they've taken with... them over. Yeah, taken so over in the last one, they overtook them. That was yep. the big news. Well, good news for Ben Fordham, because 2GB have now gone back to the top. So right. they have returned. They've gone up 3.4% in listenership. So they've moved up. They're the biggest movers. So they are number one in AM Breakfast in Sydney. Kiss remain number two in Breakfast with Carl and Jackie O, your favorite show. It's my favorite show, um, yeah. Yeah, FM drivers all kiss Will and Woody and Smooth FM's Byron Webb and ABC is ABC's Richard Glover. So exciting stuff there with the ratings. Um, I know we like to take a good look at it. We don't want to talk too much about our competitors. So obviously you're not listening to Will and Woody because you're listening to us. Of course, of course. Um, but it is great. It's as a bit of a radio nerd. I actually, when that comes out, I like jumping on, having a look. Oh, it is really interesting to see what people uh, are listening. And I think Kyle and Jackie have just built such a loyal listenership over. What? Yes. How, how long have they been together? About 10, 15 years? It might be like 20 it might be even, years. It might be even longer. I used to listen to them, I remember. They used to be on, when I first started listening to them, they used to be on Fox FM Drive in Melbourne yeah. or like hit National Drive. Yeah. And then they left to go to Sydney Breakfast and then Hamish Nanny took over. So that was that was a good day. But yeah. it's always good to keep track. And also, if you're ever bored, jump on the Radio Today website. And the comments on there are always a right laugh with people talking 
about what they think about radio because everyone's an expert. But um, yeah, Radio Rings, in a nutshell, Owen and Paddy have missed out, but we are number one in your hearts. You're listening to Owen and Paddy on Afters FM. Afters FM. Not even Gladys can shut down this party. Now, now, I'm not sure if you uh, caught this, but there's been a walrus that's been up to a bit of mischief. How could I, how could I miss Ireland. it, Paddy? This uh, it's is one of it's one of the top uh... stories in the world. It's actually trending number two on Twitter right now. Um, What's it, it behind? It's not. Huh? Behind What's Owen and Paddy. Oh, and Paddy ra- your ratings on the iHeartRadio app. Yes. <laughs> um, so basically, there's this walrus that's been going around in Ireland, and he's yeah. thought, "Hang on, all these luxury boats that." Uh, in my in my in my home, uh, I'm going to make my own home. So basically, what he's been doing is he's been climbing on board all these luxury boats and basically just sinking them. Oh my lordy! Lord. So he's, he's climbed that. on like like ima- imagine your luxury boat just being there, be like I'll I'll park it and that'll be fine. And then coming yeah. out and then seeing. So so far he's done seven of them in the British Isles. So he's, seven boats. He, he's climbed on and yeah, basically just literally watched them watch yeah, all this that. money. In- Go to the bottom. In West Cork, he mm. sank two boats in two days. Yeah. Mate, you'd be spewing, wouldn't you? It's... Like, how do you, what do you do? You ring up the insurance company. I don't know what you do. I wonder hey, if the insurance. You'll never guess what happened. <laughs> no. Well, I wonder if the insurance policy actually co- covers walrus damage. Maybe <laughs> yeah, that's walrus something. jumping on. Yeah. Maybe that's something that you have to tick in the TNCs in the, in the proposals over there in Ireland. But um... I love how they've named him Wally as well. Perfect name for the walrus, isn't it? Like how do you, how do you stop this though? Like do you just yeah. not do you just not buy a boat? In yeah, well, Ireland, like is that the problem? All my life. Of I course, haven't yeah. bought a boat and I haven't had this issue, so maybe that is the solution. Let, but I was looking, and they were having so earlier this month there was an appeal from Seal Rescue Island hmm. for urgent donations of pontoons. So then, pretty much, are like, <laughs> so what it is? This walrus just needs somewhere to sit and have a little rest. Isn't um, just a boat just a rich man's pontoon? <laughs> yeah, that's that's what they say. Yeah, but he's travelled over four thousand kilometers from northern Norway. <laughs> I won't say where in Norway because it's a hard place to name. <laughs> but um, he's been in Norway, so he just needs a rest. So that's why he's jumping on these boats. Well, I think maybe he wants to drive the boats, but some people reckon he wants to have a rest. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. There's been there's been very heated debate actually. He hasn't. While, he so. hasn't commented. They're two thousand kilos. These walruses. So like, I'm not really surprised that. <laughs> Boats are getting sunk. Like that's 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 very yeah. Four thousand four thousand kilometers. I can't believe that. How does something weighing two thousand kilos just travel four thousand kilometers? Uh, I know. I struggle to get up the stairs, and I'm a bit less than that. But they've pretty much what they're going to do now is construct a floating couch. Yeah. That will float around so that when he's in these areas, he's got mm. something to rest on. That's not like a multi, maybe not multi million dollar, multi thousand dollar does that have the same ring to it multi thousand dollar yeah i'm okay with that yeah you're okay with that but hey so the solution is a couch that's how yeah they're going to help wally out most things are solved by floating couches you're here with uh (laughs) owen and patty here on afters fm on the iheart radio app afters fm thanks for listening mum and dad there is a massive hour coming up, and yes, thanks good. for joining. Thanks for joining me, Owen. Actually, <laughs> no. Worries. Well, thank you for joining me. Four <laughs> p.m. My favorite time of the day. Well, that was my thing. But anyway, uh, massive hour <laughs> coming up. Uh, so we've got some big stories uh, just coming uh, coming in. Uh, we've got Harvey Norman uh, just repaid six million of JobKeeper to the federal yeah, government. Yeah, right. So Jerry Harvey has said that they are paying six million back because they recorded massive profits in the 2021 and 2020 financial years. There was a lot of controversy um, with them. They obviously got a lot of JobKeeper um, yep. payments during the pandemic when we were all getting it. This is now, true. 
now we don't get anything, but let's not dwell on that. <laughs> oh, we do We're get something. Some people, yeah. Some, pe- oh, some people are still getting some, but that's all right. It's, yeah, it's not, it's not the same us. as the other one. I know, but that's all right. That's another topic for another day. <laughs> also, plenty yeah. of other stuff coming up. Um, yeah, we got an interview with Aiden Miles, who is a film student here uh, here at Afters. Um, he'll yes. be talking about stop animation. Um, love stop motion. Love that stuff. Oh, stop motion. Yeah, it's incredible. And um, we'll also be catching up with Dave Marchese. Uh, yes, to talk I'm about really excited about news that. reading. That'll be really he good. He has given me some tips for Friday. We haven't touched on it yet, but Friday I am going to be earning $800 from you. Mm. Isn't that right, Paddy? You're giving me 800 bucks? Uh, no. Yeah. So what's happening? Paddy is writing an impossible, in quotation marks, mm. you can't see me do them as we are on the radio, possible news read. Mm. I'm going to smash it out of the park and I'm going to earn all of I his could, bond money off but, him. But the thing about it, I could do a possible news read and you still wouldn't get through it. So when I'm going to do an impossible one, it's, it's actually, it's going to be that impossible. It's a big call. But make sure you are following us on the socials at Afters FM on Facebook and Afters Radio on Instagram. Coming to you live from your smart speaker, probably. Afters FM. Lots in the news today. Well, every day there's lots in the news. But mm. the, the United States has officially completed its withdrawal from Afghanistan yep. after the fly, final plane uh, left the capital there. So the last flight left just before Joe Biden's, she had an August 31 evacuation deadline ticked over. Yeah. They left at 3.29 Washington DC time. So that's about an hour and a half before the deadline. Um, Unfortunately, they have said that um, General McKenzie said US troops did not evacuate everyone they wanted out of Afghanistan. Yeah. And there was a number of US US civilians, sorry, left behind. And it was in the um, low hundreds. But he, he did also say, if I think if we stayed another 10 days, we still wouldn't have gotten everybody out. Oh, so, it's just, yeah, it's such an, it's such an uh, ever-evolving story, isn't it? And it seems to be evolving in, into, the negative, <laughs> into the negative as well, which is, which is truly heartbreaking. But uh, the Taliban has also come out and said, you know, Afghanistan is now declared as an independent country. So, yeah, devastating stuff there in Af- Afghanistan and what is an evolving story. Yeah, well, they were talking, um, experts were saying the Taliban seemed to be um, not better, but less sort of violent, I think, in the first sort of stages, like they yeah. weren't doing what they had done in the past. Yeah. But along with that, experts were warning that this, they might have just been doing that to sort of lull people in. And then unfortunately, when the eyes of the world sort of go off to that, when there's another, as horrible as it is, when there's another new story and the Afghanistan situation isn't front page, mm-hmm. um, then it probably will get more bleak. Um, it's yeah, like it, it's horrible over there. I don't really know. Like we're not experts, obviously. So no. What like who knows what the solution is? There was celebratory gunfire lighting up the sky in Kabul. Yeah. After the last U.S. aircraft left. Yeah, I know. It's amazing to think like. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing to think all the all the pain and suffering that they are causing um, is doing mm. is doing good. I think like it's just I just yeah, can't even fathom that. Um, but yeah, enough. So the twenty year war has claimed up to nearly two and a half thousand American lives, which is um, which is also also very sad in itself. Um, but yeah. yeah, and it's also such a shame that they didn't um, get all the evacuees onto the planes um, in time because they also had to get all the equipment out as well. Mm. Um, that they had over so there. much that goes into it, isn't there? Yeah, I've been there for 20 years. I had to get everything out. There's people that were like, you know, there was translators and stuff that worked with the US, Australian governments and army and they sort of have been left there. Um, yeah, what do you say? It's not exactly 
no. quite, quite yeah. yeah. It's it's, it's an ever ongoing story that yeah, unfortunately, there's still um, no good news to report. Um, you're listening to Owen and Patty. Uh, still coming up, uh, we've got the stop animation uh, interview with the Afters Film student Aid Miles. Looking forward to uh, looking forward to having a chat to him about Wallace and Gromit. I think we'll get a uh, we'll definitely get some Wallace and Gromit chat uh, in there, and we're also going around the world. Um, to have a look at some other news yes. developing, hopefully some some lighter news, some can, lighter news developing on... developing overseas, and of course the Dave Marchese uh, interview yeah. coming up. Looking forward to having a chat with him this afternoon. A F T R S Afters FM. All right, bit of feel good news that's coming out of the pandemic, Owen, and it's good to have some yes. feel good news. And I'm really excited to, to talk about this. Um, so Sam Howland is from Jorinda Public School uh, in the current regional New South Wales lockdown, which is you know hopefully they get out of lockdown soon, like us. Well, like we all want to get out of lockdown soon. Hopefully. He's 12 years first. old. He's 12 years old, right? And he's taught himself to make stop animation videos. Like I'm thinking some of the greats. I'm thinking Pingu. I'm thinking and that and that's actually it. That's actually my favorite that's stop it. animation. Just Pingu. Just Pingu, and that's Robert? it. Uh, Wallace and Gromit, maybe, potentially, (laughs) potentially, I don't know. Well, that's good because we've actually got an expert in to come and have a chat. So we've got a current film student, uh, Aidan Miles, who's studying at the Australian Film, Television and Radio School. And surprisingly, Owen, he knows much more about stop stop motion animation than me and you, which is surprising considering after this chat, like we may as well be experts. So firstly, (laughs) Aidan, thanks for coming on Afters FM. Thank you, Patty and Owen. It's good to be here. It's good to, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's good to talk to people, you know, kind oh, of have this communication going on. For sure, you know? yeah. We thought we'd keep it old-fashioned yes. like that. It's been um, a bit depressing as of late in the state. Yeah, for sure. Um, so have you had a go at stop animation and how much effort is there actually involved in doing it? Because I was looking at some of his clips and they're really good, but it looks like it's really tricky. I mean... Like, I'm going to have to, like, go back a few years here. Um, oh, I, I dabbled in it a little bit with, like, a couple of my Lego sets, my little, like, Star Wars Lego minifigures. Yep. You get your Stormtroopers and then you just get your camera. Oh, I'm picturing and it then right you take, now. Yeah. You know, frame by frame, you just get the little Stormtrooper, you know, walking across the uh, the table. Yeah. I think my closest yeah. one was, like, the little flip books that you had. You know those ones you could flip from the start? Oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. see, like, someone running. 100%. That's, that's just like the, uh, you know, the, the, the genesis of filmmaking. That's where it all began, you know, the little the little flip of like the horse riding across yeah, yeah across so the field. What are some of your favourite stop animation films sort of of all time? Oh, well, I don't think you can go past the uh, the classic Wallace and Gromit adventures. Oh, it's hard to beat. He, he make the wrong trousers. Yep. <laughs> that's it, the wrong trousers. That is a classic. You can't go past that that penguin. With the um the glove on oh, his yeah. head, isn't that Pingu? Make him look like a chicken. Yeah, that's Pingu. No, <laughs> it could be it could be Pingu's cousin. It could yeah. be. Maybe they're related. Yeah. Okay. It's, There's actually some hot it's gossip. Criminal we're cousin. Actually, we're actually announcing that today that Pingu is actually <laughs> yeah. related. So. Breaking news. Breaking yeah. news. Yeah, Chicken Run definitely. I feel like that was my first kind of um, venture into like stop motion animation filmmaking like that was the first one i was really exposed to as a little kid i don't want to be a part i had like, like an awesome voice cast you had like mel gibson in that movie mm. that was like sick yeah i know they need to bring they need to bring them back do you see stop animation kind of making a little bit of return like we see lots of retro things kind of kind of coming back into circulation do you think 
that stop animation has any chance of doing something similar? Is there like is there still a market for it? I, I definitely think so. That like you've got a few animation production like stop motion animation production companies in America like Laika, they did Caroline, recently The Missing Link and uh, movies like Kubo and the Two Strings. They've been extremely popular with audiences and critics. So I do feel like there is still kind of like an audience and a market for it. It just all depends, I feel, on the story um, because I feel like story is just really important for anything. Yeah, for sure. yeah. So like, you know, like sure, like we're being saturated with like, you know, computer generate like CGI, computer generated animation, like from DreamWorks and Disney, yeah. but I still feel like there is still, you know, a market and audience for those smaller uh, stop motion animation companies like Ardman and like, oh, yeah. Oh, I'd be great to see them make a return because you see stuff like Polaroids, then things making a return. And we have these, you know, I mean, like think about the amazing exactly. quality of photos your camera can take and then people are paying double the price to exactly. buy a Polaroid. Yeah, exactly. There's that. There's definitely that nostalgia and that vintage quality to it that just, you know, it, it just makes it really authentic. Mm. And just, it's something different from like the norm that we're getting and like the oversaturation of, you know, CGI. Mm. Yeah. Well, hopefully, like you said, hopefully it does eventuate in the future, some more stop motion. But right now we're all in lockdown. You're a film man. What are some films that we should add to our list? You know, that ever, that ever growing list of stuff you should watch on Netflix that you never really do. That you never really do. You're like, I have to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll add to the list, but what, what have you got for us? What are you recommending? I don't know. Like, oh, there's so much. Um, it's so hard. Like, you, you ask any film fan, like, you know, name your favorite movie off the top of your head. Like, yeah. It's oh, just, what's it's something such, you watched, such a hard question you know, sure, to answer. I watched The Suicide Squad. James oh, yeah. Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Don't ask me. No, but it was, it was a really fun movie. Um, a lot better than the first one. Uh, the characters were all great, well-rounded. The writing was, you know, funny, action-packed. Yep. All right. I would definitely well, recommend it. Sounds great. Well, that sounds like something that everyone can be steered into for their upcoming. Who knows how long we'll be in lockdown, but hopefully it's not too long. Aiden, thank you so much for joining us here on Afters FM. Thank you guys so much. And the award goes to Afters FM. It's time, mate. It's time to go around the world with some stories from around the world. Oh, and God, I'm excited. I could have probably the best idea for a man cave that's ever happened. Because there has been a mini fridge. uh, No, it's a larger fridge. um, (laughs) And and they're called a fridge. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah, anyway. So, yeah. So there's been a Guinness Book of World Record record that has been broken. And that record is a video game projection on a Las Vegas tower. So basically, there's been this massive building where they've just had or on the las vegas tower where they've just projected Mm. um a video game onto it now i wasn't actually sure of what game was on it but so many ideas came up about what it could be what like what what would be so it was four hundred forty six thousand seven hundred and thirty three square feet that is so that more than doubles the previous record as you know but i'll just i'll just say (laughs) it again just in case you've forgotten which was was nineteen thousand and ninety square foot and that was set by Xbox, and they played Destiny 2, which, I mean, yeah. that would have been quite a good game on 19,000 square feet. But what isn't? Uh, what isn't? I don't know. I don't think there actually be a bad game, like Doodle Jump, maybe. I don't know. Um, Subway Surfers. But what, what game would you play? Because straight away, I'm just like, 
There's no way. There's no way you're going past Mario Kart. Imagine Mario Kart on fifty thousand square feet. People love Mario Kart. Like it is enjoyable. It's good fun. But like, give it a rest. Yeah, we get it. Don't give it a a rest. You're an adult. You're good at Mario Kart. I'm going to beat children at the game. Yeah, Yeah. whatever. Give Um, me Roller Coaster Tycoon Two. Okay. So you're no fun at you're no fun at parties. But I reckon um, Nintendo. And that's another thing. Mario Kart parties. (laughs) Grow up. Put the footy on. Mario Kart parties. I refuse to grow up. That's all I'm going to be doing. But I reckon Nintendo need to develop um, like more because you know you can only have um, you can only have four remotes at one time. If yeah. you've got fifty thousand square feet to to work with, how many people are going to be in the Mario Kart race? Because I know yeah, clearly you, you love four. Mario Kart so much. <laughs> yeah, uh, Why well, we do Big that? It's the worst idea I've ever heard in my life. But it is. Well, I've got another story for you. And this is from Virginia in America. Mm. So, how would you feel if you won two point five million dollars on a stretchy? I'd, I'd be like, oh, Gladys's payments have increased. Well, how would you feel? That was in 2014. How would you feel if oh. seven years later, that's right, mm. I'm just doing the math, in 2021, you won another million dollars? <laughs> we don't need to imagine. So this guy in Virginia, yeah, he won $2.5 million on a scratchy. Imagine it's incredible. Just, imagine just going on a survey and be like, oh, I'll fill it up, bit of E10. Oh, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll grab, grab a scratchy. Oh, 2.5 grab mil. Oh, oh, that's not bad. Take, might take the day off work. Anyway, so yeah. then, and then this year he's won another million on the air at a different place, but on a scratchy again. On another scratchy. Goes, he goes, I thought it was a hundred bucks and it yeah. was a million. And he says he's going to spend the money on looking after his family. Gamble responsibly, generic of course. <laughs> yeah, but, of course. Of course, but or don't if you're going to win for 3.5 million. But that is like... <laughs> no, definitely gamble responsibly. Definitely gamble responsibly. Um, yeah, that, that is truly incredible. I mean, mm. lightning does strike twice in some yes. places. Yeah. Leave and there's also around the world uh, on the Israel and Jordan border, there's been a crocodile that's been spotted in that oh, area, which is really, really rare. Like, it's like the most random. Apparently, it's like perhaps more than like 5,000 kilometers um, away from where what? they've ever been sighted before in yeah. history. So it's just, it's just, it's just hanging out. Lot, what lot do you reckon is more on. rare, that or this guy winning a scratchy again? Or <laughs> well, you winning at Mario Kart? I mean, probably none I mean, of them are going to happen, are they? They're always compared. Crocodile <laughs> swimming on the Israel Jordan border and a guy winning two scratchy tickets. Like, they're always compared, aren't they? It's the age old question. Uh, and Which Paddy one is losing at Mario Kart. No need to get out of bed. Afters is coming to you. Owen and Paddy on Afters FM, live on the iHeartRadio app. Now, Paddy, got a little treat for us. So oh, I have a guest waiting on the line and I can't, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say where he's actually from since mm. we are, they are rivals. So I'll give you a couple of clues. So they normally have a big countdown party around Australia Day. People mm. have a bit of a barbecue. I have no co- idea. Yeah, <laughs> they do covers on a Friday <laughs> yeah. and it rhymes with triple A. Yeah. <laughs> I do have the amazing newsreader, Dave Marchese. Oh. Dave, thank you so much for joining us. Guys, thanks for having me on. Thanks for the amazing as well. That's pretty <laughs> um, You don't hear that generally as a newsreader. People aren't um aren't loving you that much but i appreciate it it's a bit of a pump up you know well yeah well we know that the listeners the listeners are drawn to to triple the thing that rhymes with triple a because of you so we just thought we'd give you that give you that little pump up it's actually kind of often the other way that when you're the newsreader you're seen as the um messenger of doom so people hate (laughs) you especially during covid people like we don't want to hear from this guy again every time we hear from him he's got something bad to say so, Dave, how did you get? Uh, I guess how did, what what got you into news reading first? First of all, like where where did the passion come from? Did it come from the writing, or did it come from just really wanting to tell a story of what's happening in the day? 
Um, I guess I just really loved reading newspapers. No, I'm just kidding. That's not what it was. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> read yeah. out loud for a living. Yeah. Um, no, what it was, I think, was I was into journalism and into the into the writing aspect of it. And um, my first experience was in radio, and it just that was my only experience. So for a while, for a few years. Before I went to uni, my whole concept of journalism surrounded radio and I didn't really. And then once I got to uni and then got into the workforce, I kind of um, experienced the other types of journalism, which are really fun as well, TV and digital and print. But, um, yeah, news reading is something I've just ended up doing all of the time. Like I've had stints as a reporter, which has been really fun um, and really interesting. But every, like, couple of years that I do as a reporter, then I end up, back as a newsreader and it's a it's a really cool job like I like it and the hours are generally more consistent than if you were a reporter so that's always a big plus as well so you mentioned just before that often as a newsreader people see you the you know the bad newsman that comes along and I know on your I think it was your Instagram story you were posting about should you start with a happy story or less COVID like how how have you adapted like like you said COVID is such a different thing like it's a whole beast on its own and it's like every day how do you sort of manage that I guess it's a tricky one and it's all I mean this now I'm starting to sound like a politician I'm like it's (laughs) but it actually is for everyone and for newsreaders as well and news producers because there's so much news that's related to COVID that I could easily spend every bulletin just with COVID updates there's just so much going on because uh, at the at the radio station that we can't name, it's a national <laughs> radio station. Um, it means that you've got a lot of ground to cover, like every state mm. and territory. So my my goal is to just pick the, all of the just the the biggest pieces of information people need, mm. to know and then balance it out because it's always bad news. Balance it out with some light stuff as well because. People do get really frustrated, and I, I notice that um, I notice that the very intense days where there's a lot of bad news, people reach like a saturation point, and then they stop engaging. So they don't listen to anything else yep. today. They even mm. stop engaging with the program. They just get in a bit of a mindset, which I completely understand. So yeah, I try to just put some. Um, some random stuff in every now and then mm. like a gorilla has worn a pair of sunglasses that are <laughs> yeah and it's not even newsworthy yeah. but breaking you, news you, you start with that actually you start with that the beginning with it you need a good lead story sometimes you know oh for sure yeah um so obviously obviously dave you've never made a mistake when reading news in your life but i he- i've heard that um people on on the radio and you see all those compilations on YouTube and other things of people making the live mistake when they're in the newsread. Now, when, when, when news is coming up, is there like a dreaded word or a dreaded place that you go like, like that's known amongst newsreaders that go, Oh, you should have seen what I got today. You should have seen the word I had to say today. Is there any of those that pop up? Well, look, it's different for every newsreader, but there are a few things that get people all of the time. One of the biggest things is, when it's tennis season, yeah, it's like oh no, it's just yeah, <laughs> and that's just no for... this collective sigh of yep. just oh, just disaster, impending doom. With all newsreaders, I'll speak to yep. my friends and newsreaders. It's weird, we all hang out together, <laughs> and um, and they're just like no, not this. Like so, oh, we're party. Oh, God, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's getting easy. Brian Brothers, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, be full on, but. 
um, that's just because there's so many great players from all over the world. But um, yeah, no, that that one definitely tests you. Sports test you a lot. Yeah. Um, and also, I remember when I was first starting, I was working in country radio. I was a like a rural reporter, and that yeah. was rural. I couldn't like handle. <laughs> And so it's pretty pretty ridiculous if the rural yep. water can't say the word rural. Um, Does that yeah. come up now? Do, like, do you get almost flashbacks, like a bit of PTSD when it comes up? Yeah, I had this horrible experience once where I was freaking out about saying the word rural and you're probably mm. thinking that's not even a hard word. It's no. Syllables. But I was freaking out so much about it that I didn't realise a fly had flown <laughs> video and it flew into my mouth. And so not only was I having an anxiety about saying I also very like, you know, visibly like you could yeah. that I was having this no, trying to cough. You can't yeah. It's, uh, it's not like you'd be doing it and the people would go, Oh, obviously a fly has just flown into the no, studio and gone into no his mouth and this is why. No, no, is that is that people footage, should expect that? No, is that footage circulating anywhere? Oh, thank you. It was a t- it was a time before footage. It was a time in the, before, it's in the dark dark <laughs> time <web>. before footage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's quite another one that was really hard ages ago. Was um, when there was that giant. This was year probably ten years ago when there was that giant ash cloud. And it was an Icelandic yeah. volcano that had sent this giant yeah. ash cloud all over the world and cancelled all of the flights around the world. And the name of that volcano was just was ridiculous. just something ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's funny. So Owen's Owen. Uh, we, we've recently been doing a, a lot of news here on Afters FM, and Owen has. Uh, he reckons he's getting pretty good at news reading, and he's yeah. got a bit of confidence. So uh, recently, I've just moved out. Ha- I've just moved houses. And I've just recently got my bond back, and I'm I'm challenging Owen. To uh, to what I'm going to call an, an impossible script, and now if Owen can get through this script completely unharmed with no mistakes mm. at all, I'm going to give him that $825 in bond back ready. to him. Can I do it? Can I? <laughs> if you want. See, I just think we do an episode on Icelandic volcanoes <laughs> and then go from there. Do you think that would be a good idea? Look, I think. See, I'm a, I'm of mixed opinions. I don't want you to lose your money. That, yeah, the faith no. I have in Owen is so great. But I'm, <laughs> see, that's your first Thank problem. You. Yeah, no, the grab. we'll keep that. Time, I want to see what you've come up. Mm. Mm. Because I did. A, I used to do a similar challenge where the presenters would write me. Um, scripts full of nonsense, and I wouldn't be able to see it until I press the news button and turn the yep. page over, and it was just crazy yep. stuff. Um, it was all sorts of stuff. But um, I feel like as long as you're confident, Owen, you can just yeah. smash it. Like that was. So if you've favorite. so if you've done it, have you got any little tips for me? I like, what would the one gem of wisdom be? That's it, and this works for the tennis players' names as well. If you <laughs> um, if you just have confidence and you don't pause. So you just, yeah. if if it's not working for you, just plow on. And nine yeah. times out of ten, people won't know. There will be a, like, Croatian person who'll be like, hold on, but <laughs> nine times out of ten, as long as you don't stop, you just say, no. who knows what will come out of your mouth, but just don't stop. It's going to be funny when they have a tennis a tournament tennis tournament in Iceland. I think that'll be, <laughs> that'll, be that'll be that'll be crazy. The day I retire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> You go. Um, but yeah, all right, okay, I've got that. I've written it down. I'm very confident. So as long as there's no other volcanoes or tennis tournaments, I think we're pretty good. But Dave, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate the chat and the tips. 
you've just helped me get eight hundred twenty-five dollars. <laughs> Maybe when I win it, I'll, I'll buy you a pint once I've ever had. Lockdown for that the lo- and you know that confidence is what new yeah. leaders are made of. Over inflated sense of self—that's what yep. you need to be a news reader. <laughs> so go yeah. for it. <laughs> Well, Dave, thank you so much for joining us here on Afters FM on the iHeartRadio app. Thanks, guys. Where the heart is, Afters FM. Oh, what a show it's been, Owen. Big thank you to all the special guests yes. we've had on this show. Taryn LaFousey, uh, Aid Miles, and of course, uh, the wonderful Dave Marchese. Uh, yes, all, all three of them are great interviews, and we're so thankful for them for giving us their time as well. Um, Dave gave me some lots lots of good tips as well, which is really helpful. Lots of good tips uh, coming up for your uh, live read on Friday, which will be yes. very exciting. And I'm sure Confidence everyone... is growing. Confidence is growing, yeah, mate. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I can see through that, but that's okay. You've been listening to Owen and Patty on Afters FM. <laughs>